everyone and happy Sunday. This is Scott Lutz and today we are in 2 Chronicles chapter 32 verses 1 through 33. Sennacherib threatens Jerusalem and then Hezekiah's pride, success, and death. And then of course we'll head to your ESV reading right after that. So let's begin. After all that Hezekiah had so faithfully done, Sennacherib's king of Assyria came and invaded Judah. He laid siege to the fortified cities, thinking to conquer them for himself. Then Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and that he intended to make war on Jerusalem. He consulted with his officials and military staff about blocking off the water from the springs outside the city, and they, and they helped him. A large force of men assembled, and they blocked all the springs and the and the stream that flowed through the land. Why should the kings of Assyria come and find plenty of water? They said. Then he worked hard, repairing all the broken sections of the wall and building towers on it. He built another and outside that one and and reinforced the supporting terraces and the city of David. He also made large numbers of weapons and shields. He appointed military officers over the people and assembled them before him in the square at the city gate and encouraged them with these words, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, because the king of Assyria and the vast army with him, for there is a greater power with us than with him. With him is only the arm of flesh, but with us in the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles." And the people gained confidence from what Hezekiah the king of Judah said. Later, when Sennacherib, king of Assyria, and all the forces were, were lay siege to Lachish, he sent his officers to Jerusalem with this message for Hezekiah, king of Judah, and for all the people of Judah who were there. This is what Sennacherib, king of Assyria, says. On on what are you basing your confidence that you remain in Jerusalem under siege? When Hezekiah says, The Lord our God will save us from the king of the hand of the king of Assyria, he is misleading you to you to let you die of hunger and thirst. Did not Hezekiah himself remove this God's high place and altars, saying to Judah and Jerusalem? You must worship before one um, altar and burn sacrifices on it. Do you not know what I, I and my fathers have done to all the peoples of the other lands? Were the gods of those nations ever able to deliver their hand, their land from my hand? Who of all the gods of these nations that my fathers destroyed has been able to save his people from me? Now then, can you, your God deliver you from my hand? Now do not let Hezekiah deceive you and mislead you like this. Do not believe him, for no God of any nation or kingdom has been able to deliver his people from my hand or the hand of my fathers. How much less will your God deliver you from my hand? Sennacherib's officers spoke further against the Lord God and against his servant Hezekiah. The king also wrote letters insulting the Lord, 
the God of Israel, and saying this against him. Just as the gods of the peoples of the lands of other lands did not rescue their people from the, my hand, so the God of their people from my hand, so the God of Hezekiah will not rescue his people from my hand. Then they called out in Hebrew to the people of Jerusalem who were on the wall to terrify them, make them afraid in order to capture the city. They spoke about the God of Jerusalem as they did about the gods of other peoples of the world, the work of man's hands. King Hezekiah and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amoz, cried out in the prayer to the heaven to heaven about this. And and the Lord sent an angel who annihilated all the fighting men and the leaders and officers in the camp of the Syrian king. So he withdrew to his own land in disgrace. And when he and when he went into the temple of his God, some of his sons cut him down with the sword. So the Lord saved Hezekiah and the people of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib, king of Assyria, and from the hand of all the others. He took care of them on every side. Many brought offerings to Jerusalem for the Lord and valuable gifts for Hezekiah, king of Judah. From then on, he was highly regarded by all nations. Hezekiah's Pride, Success, and Death In those days Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. He prayed to the Lord, who answered him, and he and gave him miraculous signs. But Hezekiah's heart was proud, and he did not respond to the kindness shown him. Therefore the Lord's wrath was on him and on Judah and Jerusalem. Then Hezekiah repented of the pride of his heart, as did the people of Jerusalem. Therefore the Lord's wrath did not come upon them during the days of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was very great, had very great riches and honor, and he made treasures for, the, for his silver and gold, and for his precious stones, spices, shields, and all kinds of valuables. He also made buildings to store the harvest of grain, new wine, and oil. And he made stalls for various kinds of cattle and pens for the flocks. He built villages and acquired great numbers of flocks and herds, for God had given him very great riches. It was Hezekiah who blocked the upper outlet of Gihon spring and channeled the water down to the west side of the city of David. He succeeded in everything he undertook, but when envoys were sent by the rulers of Babylon to ask him about the miraculous signs that had occurred in the land, God left him to test him and and to know everything that was in his heart. Then the other the other events of Hezekiah's reign and the acts of devotion are written in the vision of the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, in the book of the kings of Judah and, and Israel. Hezekiah rested with his fathers, was buried on the hill where the tombs of David's descendants are. All Judah and the people of Jerusalem honored him when he died, and Manasseh, his son, took succeeded him as king. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Or let's go ahead and head to your ESV reading. Then we'll close in prayer.
Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today for your ESV reading, we're in Matthew chapter 14, verses 1 through 36. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The death of John the Baptist starts us off. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard about the fame of Jesus, and he said to his servants, This is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. For Herod had seized John and bound him, and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother's Philip's wife. Because John had been saying to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. And though he wanted to put him to death, he feared the people because they held him to be a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced before the company and pleased Herod, so that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she might ask prompted by her mother she she might prompted by her mother she said give me the head of john the baptist here on a platter and the king was sorry but because of his oaths and his guests he commanded it to be given he sent and had john beheaded in prison and his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl and she brought it to her mother, and his disciples came and took the body and buried it, and they went and told Jesus. Jesus feeds the 5,000. Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he sent a great crowd, and he had compassion on them, and healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. And Jesus said, They need, to go, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, we have only five loaves here and two f fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. They all are and were satisfied. And they took up their twelve baskets, full of them, of the broken pieces left over, and those who ate were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. Jesus walks on water. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. And after he had dismissed the crowd, he went up on the mountain to, by himself to pray. When evening came, he, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the water. But the disciples saw him walking on the sea. They were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, it is, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began 
and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately... Hold on for a second. Um, just give me a second. Um, just sorry, I lost my place. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Jesus heals the sick in Gennesaret. And when they had crossed over, they came to the land at Gennesaret. And when the men of, of that place recognized him, they sent around to all the region and brought to him all who were sick, and imploring him that he, they might only touch the fringe of his garment, and as many as touched it were made well. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask that your will be done in our lives. Thank you for everything, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.